Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Unadulterated, episode 5, with a very, very special guest, Pastor Dr. Khaled Shaheen, all the way from Germany. He's about to tell you which part of Germany in a second. But once again, this is your host, Josiah Emmanuel Salina, alongside my dear father, Christopher Troy Salina. So, uh, Christopher, my father, I'm just going to quickly ask you to introduce our guest today before he introduces us to himself. And before we get into our conversation, I believe you brought up the subject about hell enlarging itself and how important it is to harvest souls for the kingdom in these last days so that we make hell as empty as possible, even though we know there's still lots of souls there. We don't want it getting any more full than it should be. All right, Pastor Chris. Thank you, Josiah. Because nearly two people die each second, it's very appropriate to have Evangelist Halid Shaheen with us today. Uh, We go back 22, 23 years ago. So it's an honor and privilege because his heartbeat is for souls because he knows the value of every soul. Pastor Hallad, would you give us a quick greeting? Tell us where in Germany you're from. I know also you were born. This is actually the special uncle of my dear wife, Christina Shaheen, now Christina Selina. And uh, just tell us a little bit of the history about your background in Pakistan, how you eventually moved out and obeyed the Lord's calling on your life to move your family to Germany and how hard or easy that transition was for you guys. And then what you guys are con- continuing sorry, continuing to do in Germany at the moment. Thank you, Josiah. Thank you, Dr. Chris. It's such a privilege for me this um, afternoon to share what the Lord is doing. And uh, before I go into that, I precisely want to introduce myself. While I was pastoring uh, a church in Pakistan, you know, I did my theological studies in England, and uh, immediately then the Lord one day spoke. The Lord said, I have called you for Pakistan. Immediately I left and came to Pakistan, started my ministry. 1996 was the first year in October, together with my wife, we had a gospel crusade, a powerful gospel crusade. And ever since we were doing, um, you know, crusades in Pakistan, planting new churches, reaching the lost. But... About 12 years ago, the Lord spoke very clearly. The Lord said, uh, Pakistan has always been a missionary receiving country. No, I want Pakistan to be a missionary sending country. And your family, you will be the first who will lead this mission movement. It was not easy when I got this um, call from the Lord, vision from the Lord. I shared with my wife. She had so many questions. And I told my wife, I don't have answer of all these questions. But the only thing I have, a word from the Lord. And the Lord is saying, I'm leading you to go to Germany, to go to Europe and reach these precious people. So we left. And uh, at the moment, I'm uh, together with my family living in the northern part of Germany. We call it 
Uzfri's land. Uzfri's people, they're very special people. They love tea like uh, English people and uh, they're very, very family oriented. And we thank God that we planted one church and then uh, the Lord, uh, you know, led us to lead, co-pastor another Assemblies of God, BFP we call church. So we thank God what the Lord is doing and, uh, you know, the way the Lord is using us and my family in Germany. That's so beautiful to hear, Pastor Halid. And uh, I did hear that, uh, just tell us, right now we're recording this from Orlando, Florida. Tell us how long ago your last trip to Orlando was. And also, just so our audience is a little more informed about our location, we're actually down the road from a CFAN, Christ for All Nations, uh, headquarters building uh, or ministry office um, center. And basically, one of Reinhard Bonnke, who's basically the main founder of CFAN, one of his most popular quotes of all time is when he said, My mission on this earth is to populate heaven and plunder hell. So in light of that statement and our topic today, um, how do you see yourself uh, fulfilling this same mission of populating heaven and plundering hell? And, uh, of course, before you get into that topic, tell us how your last trip to Orlando was compared to this trip. Thank you very much, Josiah. Well, 2014, a friend of mine, the president of CFAN, Danny Colenda, he invited me to teach uh, for a couple of days uh, to the apprenticeship. The Lord led him to bring some evangelists and to train them for one whole year, teaching them everything about evangelism. So he was bringing every week one of the lecturer, one of the teacher to teach, and one particular uh, week he brought me, asked me to come from Germany and uh, speak to this. I had a powerful, great, you know, time uh, teaching these uh, apprenticeships, spending time with them, answering their question, and to God be the glory. No, to of the apprentices, they are working together with me in Pakistan. One, uh, we in, in March and uh, April, we had uh, three crusades in Pakistan to God be the glory. And uh, over, we could, I could preach the gospel together with these evangelists over face to face, over 62,000 people. And we give God the glory. More than 40,000 people, they took a decision to follow Jesus. It was such a joy to see thousands of people coming to Christ, confessing their sin and taking a decision. I want to follow Jesus. So that's a joy. To God be the glory, you know, in uh, October and November, we will be having uh, two crusades again in Pakistan. And uh, in these crusades, again, one of the apprentice and then one of uh, Daniel Kolenda's personal assistant who is launching his ministry next week, he will be with me and we will be doing the crusade together. And apart from that, the Lord willing, in Nepal, we will be having our first crusade of our RTU mission. And then in uh, Paris, we will be having our second follow-up crusade. We started last year, and this year will be the follow-up uh, of this crusade. It's such a joy to see every soul coming to the Lord, giving their heart to Jesus, taking a decision. I want to follow Jesus. That's our vision. That's our passion of our family. Me and my wife and our children, we are committed to this calling, committed to the Lord that we want to bring souls to you, Lord. That's powerful, Pastor Halid. 
Uh, Pastor Christopher, my father, I'd like to ask you, you know, judging from the fact that you've been over 25 to 30 years of ministry worldwide, preaching the gospel in many, many countries, how do you see your purpose from your experience in a quick uh, evaluated synopsis on how are you populating heaven and plundering hell in these last days? Well, this is a great burden because when I look at the word of God, uh, the scripture tells us what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. Uh, There is something inside of us, every human being, uh, that is beyond uh, what science knows. It's beyond that. Uh, God created every human being with a hole in the soul. I like to call it a hole in the soul that only God himself, his spirit, can fill. And, uh, you know, we live in a time, especially here in the United States of America, where so much emphasis is put on the body. There's so much emphasis on the body. You, you turn the television on, emphasis is on the body. You go to the malls, emphasis is on the body. Seems like every place you turn, emphasis is on the body. You go to the grocery stores, the magazines, what do you see on the cover pages? Emphasizing the body. And to me, Josiah, uh, what I see is a lot of uh, uh, physical pleasure and the appetites of the flesh that's being advertised uh, to the human race uh, from Hollywood or or Hollywood, if you would like to call it, uh, because I believe one day uh, Hollywood will be the first one of the L's in Hollywood will be removed. It will become holy. And uh, one of the O's in wood will become an R, making it holy word. I believe the holy word of God is going to take over. Amen. And uh, so the soul has appetites too. Hmm. Thinking about not only, you know, the the body has appetites, but even the soul has appetites. Because uh, before I received the Lord as a little boy, my soul longed for God. So I know the soul has appetite. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes the, the, the scriptures use soul and uh, spirit interchangeably. But it's a longing. It's an appetite also. The soul longs for God. So I believe down deep inside, every person listening to us today, wherever they're listening, there is something inside of them that is crying out for something. Uh, crying out for someone. You know, someone out there, some something, somewhere, they're crying out. And I believe God has put that inside of their DNA so they can cry out. Uh, you know, somewhere out there, there's something, there's someone. Your soul longs for real contact with God. And I believe the reason uh, the soul is longing for real contact with God is because inside of the soul... There is something eternal. There is eternity there. And there's a longing. There, there's going to be life beyond the grave. And, and so there's a cry deep down inside uh, for something else. So just in light of that, when you're saying that there's a deeper heart cry, I believe not only for the soul, but for the passion of a human being, mm. as we see um, all throughout the Bible, the different gifts that God places on different people, whether it be for evangelism, for ministry, for preaching, for teaching. Um, 
all kinds of different gifts, business, you know, um, entertainment, all the different spheres. But basically, in light of that, we must go back to you raised me to believe that hell was not a place designed for human creation, for human beings. It was a place designed as a final place of judgment for Lucifer and the fallen angels. Now, Lucifer, who was the king of, uh, of music in heaven, well, the ruler of music in heaven, um, basically he had a dream, and his dream was to be like the Most High. And with that dream, the pride in his heart that wanted him to be more glorified than God himself. What do you, you encourage people, and then I'll pass on the question to Pastor Halid, what do the both of you encourage people in the sense where when they're chasing this dream, this inner longing that's crying out for something more, first of all, how do they find Christ first? And then second of all, when they discover what Christ has given them to give to the world in order to populate heaven and to plunder hell, how do they keep pride out of the way so that they hear at the end when they approach God at the end of their life or when God calls them home that they will not hear depart from me you evil doers even though they you know preach the gospel in his name and delivered out demons and performed many miracles if they hear that at the end of the day it was meaningless so how do they hear well done my great and faithful servant enter into your eternal reward prepared for you since the beginning of time so you can answer that first and then we will pass on the question to pastor Hallett as we close well the devil is called the prince of this world or uh, the prince of this age And to me, it's very interesting that the devil is bidding and working very hard for every soul because he knows the value of every soul. Not only does Jesus know the value of every soul, and we knew because he sacrificed himself, but also Satan knows the value of every soul. And because of his rebellion, there is no more place in heaven for him. So the best scenario is for him to go after those that Christ has died for. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever includes um, Kim Jong-ju of North Korea, whosoever includes... Uh, Nawaz Sharif of Pakistan, whosoever includes Barack Hussein Obama, whosoever includes Donald J. Trump, whosoever includes even Mr. Emmanuel Macron, okay, so uh, uh, Angela Merkel, whosoever include my loved ones that's still not serving Jesus, right? So the value of every soul is so important that even Satan is going after souls. He's working hard, he's bidding, he's doing everything within his power. The good news is Jesus has already paid the price. Amen. There is nothing that can be added or taken away from what Jesus has already done. And so... That emptiness inside can only be filled by the Spirit of God. 
and that is only a cry away. Just a simple cry away. I can think of the thief on the cross when he prayed. Very short prayer, by the way. Today, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He prayed nine words and Jesus responded, today you will be with me in paradise. So that is very, very encouraging to me that although hell is enlarging itself, heaven is going to be filled with multiplied millions of people who has made the most incredible decision to accept the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know a truthful, heartfelt confession must be made because the Bible instructs us saying, if you confess with your mouth, well, not really an instruction, that's actually a suggestion because God still never takes free will what to do with your life. I remember I was listening to a radio podcast earlier uh, by one of my favorite music artists, KJ52, and he said, the gifts of God are given without repentance, meaning it is up to you to be the determining factor as to who to glorify those God-given gifts with. God will never take away those gifts from you, but he will judge you as to how you use those gifts according to his glory or according to your selfish, wicked glory or man's glory. And then also saying that there's ways of effective and ineffectiveness when using your gift. So basically, before we even get to discovering your gifts or discovering um, what God has called you to do, um, you must call on God first. And the, and, the, and the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So to close out the show, uh, Pastor Halid, would you uh, let our audience know how they can truthfully confess this in order to populate heaven? And then once they have Jesus living in their hearts, how can they seek out Jesus as to what he has placed on their hearts to fulfill their calling in life, and then we'll close. In the Gospel of John, Jesus told very clearly, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is the nature, that is, that is the goal and the purpose of the enemy of God. He is stealing, stealing our joy, stealing our families, stealing our business, stealing everything that is good in our life. And not only stealing, killing and destroying. One thing is needed that we need to cry out to God. We need to come to God. Jesus, I open my heart to you. Jesus, I take a decision. I want to follow you. And the moment we make a confession, we say, Jesus, come in my heart. Cleanse me. We thank God for the blood of Jesus shed on the cross of Calvary. This blood of Jesus has so much power. It has never lost its power. It is so powerful. It cleanses us from all our sins. And the Bible says, this is what I love. Jesus said, I will remember your sins no more. In other words, the moment we confess our sins, we say, Jesus, forgive me. He cleanses us and all the record of our sin is gone. We are justified. We are innocent. We, we are declared righteous before God. And then when we come to the Lord, we can discover 
our uh, dreams and not only we can discover our dreams but the grace of god the holy spirit helps us to develop our dreams and to develop our gifting and to follow what the lord has for us and and to find our identity and destiny in christ amen and amen pastor chris i'm really privileged to continue to have you as my partner in this show i really appreciate your willingness to commit to the unadulterated message where the truth is never underrated and we thank you so much for allowing pastor Holland to be on the show um any closing greetings you have for pastor as he departs from us soon and uh, how much uh, i know all of us but also a special thanks to you for humbly wel- welcoming him into our home and uh just what what's been some of your greatest moments with Pastor Hallett over the years or even in this quick visit. And then we will close. God bless to everyone. We love you. Tune in next time to Unadulterated, where the truth is never underrated. Pastor Chris. Well, again, we thank God for Evangelist Halid Shaheen. Here is a man that clearly knows his identity, who he is. There is no question about that. You heard it in his introduction. He has no problem with his identification. He knows exactly who he is. Not only that, for himself, but for his family. He understands the words that the great military, the Jewish military Joshua spoke so many years ago when he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And when Joshua said that, he was surrounded by idol worshipers. So, in effect, he was saying, as for me and my family, we will not serve idols. We will serve the true and the living God. Joshua knew his identity, and evangelist Halid Shaheen, he knows his identity. Not only that, he knows that he really matters for such a time as this. And we are glad that God allowed him to be born for such a time as this. His ministry matters. His family matters. His preaching and teaching matters. And most important, we thank God for the passion he has, the purpose that he's fulfilling his assignment in this generation. This could be the last generation before the Lord comes, or maybe the Lord may come in the next generation. But those who are listening to us, some of them, might be young, some of them might be old. I have a sense there are people probably in their 80s listening to us, right? You know, in order to live a thousand months on the planet, you would have to live 83 years and at least four months. Now, during that time, you'll pay a lot of bills, you'll sign a lot of checks uh, if you have that opportunity, and you will have so many opportunities to take inventory of the preciousness of your soul. And long after you have signed your last check and paid your bill, long after that, your soul will continue to live because there's an eternal nature of the soul. You know, it's amazing that 90% of our life is based on maintenance. 10% is really living. And God has given us a right 
a freedom that you referred to. And I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to tell people, isn't that amazing, to share with them, that you are not forced into the kingdom of God. You know, other religions of the world, they force people, even by the edge of the sword, to serve their gods. But in this way of life that we have presented here today, it is the conviction of the Holy Spirit that draws people. No man, no woman, no leader, no young person can come to the Lord. None of us except the most important person on the planet, the blessed Holy Spirit, will draw that individual and give that person a revelation of Jesus Christ. So I am grateful to God that Evangelist Shaheen will keep preaching the gospel just like me, with our last heartbeat, if the Lord tarries. And it will be souls for Christ. Souls for Christ. Because we believe that he that winneth souls is wise. To God be all the glory, great things he has done, and will continue to do for you as well. And we pray that you will, with any gift that the Lord has given you, most importantly, the gift of your soul. Populate heaven and plunder hell. God bless.